0: Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Active Growth Podcast. In today's episode, I will talk about two key factors that helped me start find my way in creating online businesses. So like many people, I floundered around for a while. I, obviously, when I started, I had no idea what I was doing. I also have no formal education in anything related to economics or business or anything like that. And so, yeah, I spent some time kind of floundering around, not knowing what I was doing. But there were two key factors that made a difference to, you know, where I started getting some traction. And what I'm going to talk about today is actually from before I started making my own information products, which became then, or making my own products in general, became my main business and still is, But this is from even before then, so even if you know my story about uh, how I built the products, what I'm talking about here is something that I discovered back in my SEO and niche site days and that has stayed with me in some form for a long time. Now just a few quick notes. You can find the show notes for this episode with all the links to anything I mentioned during the episode at activegrowth.com forward slash 14. This is also where you can get in touch. You can leave a voice message or leave a comment with any questions or other thoughts or feedback you have about the podcast. So that is activegrowth.com forward slash 14. Also, we are still working on preparing the next content series. So the next deep dive into a critical topic for online entrepreneurs we're still preparing this, it's taking a little longer than expected. And of course, also over at Thrive Themes, which is my current main business, we've had the Thrive Architect launch, which has, you know, taken quite a lot of time and resource as well. That's why things have slowed down a little bit here on the Active Growth podcast. But you know, it's in the works and more is coming. And also links to Thrive Architect if you're not familiar with that. You can also find that at activegrowth.com forward slash 14. So with that said, let's get into the episode. Hello, I'm Shane Lach. And today, like I said, I'm going to talk about two key factors that helped me find my first success and two factors that I'm seeing a lot of entrepreneurs I, I work with and talk to could benefit from. Have you ever seen a rock climber who's a really good rock climber and they just kind of elegantly crawl up a wall even if it's even if it's like an overhang a sheer cliff or an overhang they just with smooth motions they just kind of almost crawl or almost walk up the wall and make it look so easy and they make it look like the human body is clearly built to climb things. But then if you step up to the same wall and try to do the same thing, you can't get a grip on anything. You can't even start climbing that wall. And that's when you start appreciating how great the level of skill of this climber is. It's only once you see how difficult it is to do this yourself that you see how skilled this climber is. And climbing is just one of many examples. I mean, that this is how it works, right? Someone who's really who has great expertise at something makes that thing look easy whether it's you know maybe dancing you see a dancer just looks so elegant and beautiful and and enjoyable and then you try it yourself and you're stumbling over your own feet and over your partner's feet and over the feet of people who are just bystanders and thought they were at a safe distance and it's just a mess and it's awkward and it's difficult that's how it is right people who are great at things make those things look easy now why do I mention this? Why do I bring this up? Well, because of course it's the same with entrepreneurial skills. And one of the reasons that I always emphasize skill building and I always emphasize, you know, techniques and approaches and mindsets and so on that are about skill building. And spoiler alert, this episode is about that as well. Is because if you're looking at that wall, the best way to get up there easily is to become really good at climbing the best way to do it is to build that skill to become excellent and conversely there's no better way and there's there's really no other way there's no shortcut maybe dancing is a better example here you know that the way to to become really good at dancing is to become really good at dancing is to acquire that skill and there's no shortcut past that and neither should there be there's there's no point in trying to shortcut that somehow. But that's what I see with entrepreneurs quite a lot. We are always looking for that quick fix. We're always looking for the way around the skills. And, you know, as I've talked about in a previous episode, and I'll link to that below, is this is one of the reasons why we do things a bit differently at Active Growth, right? We, we take these deep dives and, Really what I'm doing here is another example of that. I'm going to talk about more skill-building mindset stuff, even though I've already talked about skill-building mindset stuff in many videos and many podcast episodes. It's because we, we go against the grain. In general, humans crave new and exciting stimuli. We want new things. And that's why on the typical podcast you have a different guest every week or maybe every day and a different topic and a different, you know, hot tip of the day, of the moment... And then you can consume that and you can move on and consume the next thing and so on but this this doesn't lead to the kind of expertise where you'll be doing something and making it look easy and that's basically what i'm trying to help you do i'm trying to turn you to help you become that amazingly skilled climber that amazingly skilled dancer that makes things look easy this is exactly what it all comes down to for me is you know the is entrepreneurial skill and in fact Entrepreneurial skills is quite difficult because where many skills are, you know, climbing is sure a complex physical skill, but it's actually quite limited in scope. There's not that much diversity to climbing skill compared to entrepreneurial skills because like the the way to do it as an entrepreneur is to become good at creating great offers, understanding markets, understanding demand, uh, cre- you know, becoming good at how to frame an offer, copywriting. You have to have some basic knowledge of, you know, how to create a website, how to create landing pages, how to make those landing pages effective, how to make people want to engage with you, want to sign up, want to buy. And then as you keep growing, there's there's more technical stuff and it also becomes about hiring and, and leadership and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's actually a hugely wide range of skills that you must master to become a really good entrepreneur. And so I think skill building is is especially important in our field. And ironically, it's it's especially overlooked and and in favor of, it's especially overlooked in favor of imaginary um, shortcuts. So what I'm talking about today is also about this. It is about the first steps I took to building my own entrepreneurial skills and the two factors that made a difference here. So the two factors are, the first is focus, and the second is experimentation. All right, focus and experimentation. Now, the first one is pretty simple. Focus, we, we've talked about this before. Um, if you haven't listened to that yet, there's an episode about Bright Shiny Object Syndrome, which is the entrepreneurial opposite of focus. And if you haven't listened to that yet, it's it's our most popular episode to date so if you haven't listened to it yet go check it out I'll link to it in the show notes as well so I won't go into great detail because we have gone into great detail about you know why you need to focus on strategies to focus on all this kind of stuff in previous episodes but the basic idea was that at some point during my floundering around I was looking into all these different online business and online marketing things at some point I settled on SEO I settled on search engine optimization there was no particular reason for this I mean I was just interested in it but at some point I decided this is what I was going to do this is what I was going to specialize in basically and that made a big difference because before that I, w- I was trying all kinds of things I was jumping from one thing to the next I was buying different courses different ebooks and so on and everything had the potential to distract me from whatever I was doing right now. So basically, bright shiny object syndrome. And it's really that moment where I decided, okay, I wanna, I wanna figure this SEO thing out. I wanna get good at this. That helped me remove a lot of this distraction and actually start making progress. Because the, the big problem with distraction is if you're always jumping around between different things, even if you're making great efforts, you're never actually moving forward right it's it's like you're it's like you're constantly changing direction you're running you're running as hard as you can but you're constantly changing direction randomly so overall you more or less stay in the same place and no matter how hard you run right you can't solve this problem by running harder by by making more of an effort Uh, you're basically always more or less staying in the same place because you're constantly changing direction so this was the thing that helped me. Is it I just decided, okay, SEO is the thing. This is what I want to get good at, and so I decided. You know, from from then on, well, an important factor here is the information diet, essentially. So fr- from then on, I would ignore information that wasn't related to SEO, and I wouldn't read SEO blogs or uh, non-SEO blogs or non-SEO books or whatever else came along. And so that's that's really helpful. That that helps focus, and it gives. This direction. So from then on, I was basically running or walking, in more, more, in most cases, in one consistent direction, building skill and knowledge about SEO. And like I said, so I chose SEO not for any particular reason. I could have chosen many other things. There's, there's something that I couldn't have chosen, like I couldn't have chosen, let's say PPC advertising, because I didn't have enough money to put into that to, to, you know, gain gain the skills needed. But there are many other things that I could have gone into and could have focused on instead. So, and the reason I I say this is because I think it's not important that you find the right thing or the perfect thing to focus on. I think what's important is that you focus on something. There are many options that are viable. Just pick one and start walking in that direction and not in others. So, so much for focus. That's fairly straightforward. The second point is, is very important as well. And that is experimentation. So I went into this with a mindset of experimenting. For example, I had niche sites and I built many different niche sites. So part of my process was to do keyword research and I'd find different keywords in whatever niches I could find them in. And then I would build niche sites and start putting content on there. And then I would start building links to that content. And there would be some form of affiliate promotion. So, or you know, I had some AdSense websites and... In some cases, I would have like product reviews for affiliate products and stuff like that. But basically, I built up several such niche sites. And all of these niche sites had many different pages. Each page would target a different keyword. And so I had, I basically had a a large volume of different pages, different sites, different niches, and different keywords I was going after. This is important because my mindset was always like, let's see what happens if. My mindset was I'm gathering data to find out about SEO. So it's like, okay, let's see what, hap- what happens if I use this link building method on these five pages over here and then another link building method on some other pages over there and then watch the rank tracking over time. So rank tracking was really important. I would track my progress uh, in organic rankings for these pages. And because there's always a, a randomness factor, I knew that I can't just I can't just have one page and one keyword and you know then create one type of link and if my rank goes up that worked and if it goes down it didn't work because there's always some random movement. So I knew that I need more data. So I, I knew that I have to, if I'm testing a link building strategy, a specific strategy, I have to test that on different websites, different pages for different keywords. I have to get more data points before I can really know. Is this a good link building method or not? And this is really helpful because the mindset of experimentation, I think, makes you more productive and it makes you less nervous about each individual step. Even if we just take the example of having multiple different niche sites with multiple keywords, multiple promotion methods and so on, if you have just one website, you know, if you find like one little set of keywords in one niche and one product you can promote, and then you build one website and that's all you focus on, then everything you do there becomes so important because you have to do it right. It's your only website. It's your only chance to make this work, right? So it's like this article I'm writing for this keyword has to be perfect. It has to be perfectly optimized. I have to find the exact perfect domain for this keyword and so on, right? It becomes this, this pressure because you're doing the one thing that it has to be perfect, it has to work. And having the experimentation mindset takes that pressure off. So I never had this. It was always like, okay, here's over here's a side, do some stuff here. Over there's a the side, do some stuff there, and so on. And I think here's a key to this and why I'm telling you about this pair of principles, focus and experimentation, because what I'm what I'm saying now is, you know, I'm doing different things in different ways on different sites is potentially distracting again, right? It's p- potentially something where I spread myself too thin and I don't accomplish anything anymore. And that's why focus is an important part of this. If you go in with only the experimentation mindset without focus, you're like, okay, over here, I'm trying a PPC campaign. Over there, I'm doing some SEO. Over here, I'm doing some outreach. Over there, I'm doing something else then you have the same problem again where you're doing all this stuff, but you're not actually making any progress. So it's really the combination of these two things that is the key to making it work. So I was doing different things and I was gathering you know, data from different data points and so on, but it was all focused on building links to these pages in order to get them ranked organically. So it was all focused on SEO. So I think that's... You know, this, this is the reason why I'm presenting this as a pair of principles. Only taken together does this work. This experimentation mindset, this makes things easier in many ways. There's something related here, something related to Parkinson's law. So Parkinson's law that states that any task will expand to fill the time allotted for it. There's something related here to the way you work and whether you have an experimentation mindset or not. So let me give you an example, right? If you have a blog, you have a website, you have a blog, and you tell yourself, okay, I want to publish one blog post this month, then the task of publishing that one blog post this month becomes a huge task. And it will probably take you a month or so to do that. And again, because it's like this only thing, it becomes, it looms large in your mind. It's something that can you can put yourself under a lot of pressure to try and get that right, and it can become quite intimidating. Because like this one blog post this month. I mean, it has to be good. It has to be a really good blog post. People have to love it. They have to share it. It has to be well-optimized for some keyword and so on and so forth, right? However, if you tell yourself, okay, what I want to do is this month I want to release a new online course, But also, while I'm working on that course, I want to make sure that I still publish at least one post a week. Now, the blog post, the idea of publishing a blog post has shrunk down to a much smaller task because it's something you're doing on the side of the really important thing you're doing, and you've got one week for it. And the thing is, if you do a blog post a week on the side next to your main project, those blog posts aren't necessarily going to be worse than if you take a whole month to just do one blog post and nothing else. In fact, I think in many cases, they will be just as good or even better. And if you're skeptical about those blog posts actually being better, check out my video on the 80% rule, where I explain why that is. So it takes the pressure off. And if you have larger things you to do, if you have larger projects you're pursuing, it can, it can shrink other projects it can shrink your work and this is also something that the experimentation mindset helps with because you're going okay I'm, I'm trying out a bunch of stuff and I have to have many data points so I'm just gonna produce right I'm gonna focus on shipping which is of course very very important so that is another advantage of the experimentation mindset and finally I think what's also really important is that when you're experimenting then the information that something doesn't work is just as valuable and just as interesting as the information that something does work. So with SEO and link building, if you have your one page, you're doing your one thing, you're doing one kind of SEO link building method, you have kind of everything invested in that and you're hoping this has to work, right? This has to work. I, maybe I, I bought this course about how to do link building. I'm following this strategy for my one website and this just has to work. And if this doesn't work, then I've wasted my money on this course and, and then I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do else. This is, Everything's riding on this. Whereas in the experimentation mindset, you go, okay, I'm trying these five different things and I'm gathering data. Some of that data is this works, Some of the data is, this doesn't work. Some of the data is, this is inconclusive. And all of that is interesting, right? Information about what doesn't work makes you better at what you do. It tells you what you can focus on and what you can ignore. So it is useful to get essentially negative feedback or negative data if you think of it from the standpoint of experimenting and building your skill and building your knowledge. So this, the combination of focus and an experimenting mindset, took me from my time of floundering around in online marketing and not knowing what I was doing and not really getting any results to getting results very quickly, actually. So once I started doing this, I built up a really good base of knowledge about SEO. And I also built up some income from these sites I was doing all these experiments on in a matter of, of just a few months. And it was, I actually don't know the exact timeline anymore, but you know, it was only about a year later that I released my course about SEO because through all this experimentation and this focus, I built so much skill that I started having people ask me about this and people asked me to do an SEO course because from my, from my blog content, they could see that I really knew about this topic. So really, if you look at it like that, it, it made a huge difference. And I know that there are people who are kind of you know, floundering and, and treading water for years at a time. So to make significant noticeable progress in just a few months is really a huge advantage. And I do believe that without focus and experimentation this would not have happened. So that's the history of how I discovered this principle and of course this is still with me now. I still do this. I still apply focus and an experimental mindset to what I do. Now, so first of all let me get something out of the way. If you're wondering okay, so what is my SEO technique? What is my keyword research method? It doesn't exist anymore. So I did this stuff back when when SEO was very different. And I don't think that much of the stuff I learned there would still be applicable or still still matter today. What I do now is that I don't do any SEO. I don't do any SEO work at all. And if you're wondering, well, how that doesn't seem right. Like how can you not do any SEO and also not do any social media stuff really and you still have a, a business that works online how or what the hell if you're wondering about that there's also a post or a video about that that I will link to from the show notes after my time doing SEO stuff I started focusing on product creation and I, I really focused on how to create and deliver really high quality products and product experiences online First in the form of information products and I focused on how to, you know, basically be a better teacher, how to explain things well and how to how to just use different forms of media and presentation and so on online to, to really get information across as effectively as possible. This is something that has stayed with me. This is something I'm still very interested in um, and I think it's a very useful skill in many ways, uh, basically communication and teaching skills. Very, very useful. So that's been a focus ever since. And then, as I said, entrepreneurial skills um, are varied. And as a business grows, you are, I, or I found myself kind of uh, shoved into many different roles. So my focus has changed over time quite a lot. But because I do apply focus, I can make progress in bursts. So an example of this is that about two years ago, I noticed that we had a real problem with usability and user interfaces in our products. And so I spent a few months really focusing on that and learning about user interfaces and usability to the degree where you know, I could be a better judge of, of what we were doing and I could set up maybe some systems by which we can optimize our user interfaces and so on. And so I apply focus like this in relatively short bursts which is my other point about this, is that yes, as an entrepreneur, you will be pulled in different directions and you do have to be good at more than one thing. But it you, you end up making much faster progress by focusing in short bursts, right? Get good at something over the period of a few weeks or a few months and then switch to the next thing. And that's how you can build up that skill much more effectively than if you try to do five things and get better at five things in parallel. So with that said, I would be really interested to know whether this resonates with you and whether you've maybe experienced the same kind of thing. And I'd like you to think about how can you apply this? How can you apply, I think focus is fairly obvious how you can apply that, but how can you apply the experimentation mindset to what you do? Maybe this experimentation mindset could help you get unstuck. Maybe it's something that would help you overcome perfectionism if you do procrastination by perfectionism. Maybe it's something that can really help you see things in a different perspective and and make progress and move forward much, much faster. So I'd like to know your thoughts about this in your business. Can you see opportunities where you could apply focus and experimentation to make progress? I'd love to hear from you. So leave a comment by going to activegrowth.com forward slash 14, where you can leave a voice message or a written comment. All right, so to wrap this up, once again, you can go to activegrowth.com forward slash 14 to get the show notes for this episode. You can also find a transcript there and all the links of things I've mentioned during this episode. Now, there's two more things I want to quickly mention. The first is if you enjoy the Active Growth podcast, if you get value out of this then you can help us by recommending it to a friend. So, do you know anyone who could benefit from the kind of stuff we talk about here? Do you know anyone who could benefit from the topics we've covered, or even from the course that we've added as a free course with our last series? And just send them a quick email, send them a quick message, link them to our podcast, and ask them to have a listen. This means a lot to me if you if you do it it means a lot to me if you know if it's valuable enough for you to recommend it to someone and it's also something that helps us of course grow and reach more people which would be wonderful Second, I want to read another iTunes review. we got some great iTunes reviews, and one of them is from Michelle from the United States. She says exactly what I needed to hear. I'm a huge fan of Shane and Hannah, and I love Thrive themes. These episodes helped me focus on smaller goals and actually get stuff done. I've really felt depressed and lame because I'm not being productive. Forgiving myself and focusing on who can use my info is huge. I want to create good stuff without hype and these podcasts let me take a breath, smile, and use my blogs how I honestly want to. Thank you both for creating my solution to my BS that I couldn't even recognize myself. So thank you very much for this review, Michelle. This, this means a lot to me, like, you know, seeing that the stuff we talk about really gets through to people and makes a difference. That is wonderful. So thank you. Thank you very much for this review. If you also want to leave a review, that also helps the podcast, of course, so you can on over to iTunes. You can also go to activegrowth.com forward slash iTunes and that takes you to the iTunes page where you can also leave a review. So thank you very much for your support. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.